Welcome, sports fans, and welcome to another episode of Spoilers. Uh, it's just me and uh, Pappy in the house tonight. What's up, Paps? Hey, how's it going? It's, uh, what's the date today? November? It's uh, the day after uh, the 5th of November, which everyone Sixth? should remember. Yeah, so it's November 6th. About 6.30 Mountain Time, 8.30 Eastern Time. Yeah, you're, how, how's it over in the Rockies right now? It's nice. It's warm. Uh, good movie watching weather though. I watched a lot of movies this weekend. And I'm pumped to talk about them. Me too. Oh, sorry if like the ice clinks a little bit throughout this episode. I made myself a screwdriver and thought no, I'd have one. I like it. That's character. <laughs> I think so too. It's a nice cocktail drink on a Sunday night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Paps, what movies are we talking about this week? Because you are you and I are the only ones that ever got to the cinema. What are we talking about? Well, let's start with the one that won the weekend, Doctor Strange. <laughs> Uh, Wait, was it uh, Medea's boo? No, that didn't. No, <laughs> Doctor. <Strange. laughs> Thank God that was dethroned finally. Uh, Doctor Strange, I think pulled in around eighty million. I saw. I think it was like eighty four eight, eighty four nine. Yeah, TBD uh, until tomorrow. But I saw it as part of a company event on Friday. Uh, it was in one of those. It was in two D, and it was in like a movie theater that was also a bar. Like you could order drinks to your seat so it wasn't like the best cinematic or visual experience where did you see it i saw it in the imax in portage indiana because the one in chicago is under renovation probably until rogue one mm. so yeah and the, you haven't been to the portage imax to the portage theater out there it's huge that's portage I michigan would, right portage indiana oh portage indiana yeah yeah my wife thought it was portage michigan too but it's portage indiana Saw it in 3D, screen was huge, and uh, I don't, not the best things to say about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I guess to spoil it, uh, he, and this is my biggest gripe with it too, he beats the bad guy by the introduction of time travel. Like, can you explain what sort of happened in that last scene? I don't, I don't understand it. Like, he bored him to death, like... Literally, he went to the dark dimension where Dormammu is just a giant face. And this place looks very Alice in Wonderland-esque. It looks like Tim Burton was in charge of this world. How'd it look in 3D? IMAX. I mean, in 3D, like, the like the best scenes for 3D are definitely, like, anytime the buildings are, like, shape-shifting, going in between dimensions and stuff. The Inception effect, kind of. Where, yeah, like that. That was Ellen's like the first learning her powers, and she flips the road straight up, like that effect. Yeah, much like that. Yeah, that effect. Like or like when they're chasing. Um, what was his name? Uh, Caesius. Sure. Like, the <laughs> I don't sec- know yeah, here. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what we got here. Um, wow, how far? Oh yeah, um, Caesius, played by Mads Mikkelsen, who did awesome, but. Uh, yeah, that was definitely the best in 3D. Otherwise, this movie was not good at all. No, and uh, the humor was also really terrible, too. So many of the oh, jokes, my God. The writing like, was the, bad. The joke about Beyonce was so bad. Yeah, and then like later on, he's listening to Single Ladies, the librarian guy. And then the... Uh, oh, shit, what was it? There was a couple of things with the librarian guy that just weren't very funny. Uh, the Wi-Fi password. 
<laughs> yeah. That, like, the Wi-Fi password was bad. And, like, there were a couple of just cheesy lines, too, that were really throwaway. It's so, like, by the numbers. Like, when he's good. in the doctor's office, and one of the doctors, he's talking about, like, fixing his hands, and the doctor's like, it's possible. And he, like, takes a really serious face, all and he's I like, all I possible. need is possible. Yeah, so stupid. I hated it. I mean, I would give it a no. And out of five no. stars, I think I give it three. On run like, the origin story wasn't even that cool, because, like... He's this hot-shot neurosurgeon. Good for him. Yeah, incredibly... Incredibly wealthy, incredibly charismatic. People seem to love him. Also texts and drives and is shitty to his girlfriend. Like, I thought, who... Okay, who played his girlfriend again? Rachel McAdams. She did good, I thought. She was underutilized. That scene where he's, like, yelling at her, thinking he's, like, a charity case, was cringeworthy. I was so disappointed in this movie, and it wasn't... It wasn't even, like, good trippy. It was just kind of, like, shitty trippy. I don't know. It wasn't, for me, the way I saw it. Yeah, even, like, in, like, IMAX 3D, it wasn't that great. I just hated the story aspect of it. Especially the fact that, like, you can do that stuff and just be a normal, regular Joe. All you have to do is go to Kathmandu. Literally all you have to do. You don't even need two hands. You can have a stump hand. You can have a stump and still, you can be the drummer from Def Leppard and still, <laughs> still conjure up time travel. But uh, so, what would you give it a yes or a no? <sighs> Visually, it was good, but that's about the only kind words I can say about that because it's probably the most generic origin story in the world. Mm-hmm. And there was like. <sighs> It was even said by one of the main characters. There was no consequences to anything. And I don't know how they're going to tie him in with the Avengers because he can literally fix anything he wants. There's probably going to be some stupid rule that limits him to what he can fix and can't fix in the future films. Well, there already was. They're saying, oh, if you do it, there's consequences. Like You can only do it a couple times, except for when you do it a couple times, you can do it a lot. (laughs) Over and over and over again. Over and over and over until, until the bad guy bored. gives up, and <laughs> he gets they did t- like they, they really didn't address time travel like as cool as I thought they could have. I thought they could have kind of gone the Johnny Darko route and gone through multiple dimensions and uh, parallel universes, but they didn't touch that. So okay, so the problem was was they had to pack in the stupid origin story in with time travel, and time travel is kind of shoehorned in at the end. Like what they should have yeah. done is just flush out, flush out the. Uh, origin story with that who is the there because like there was the the big bad guy and then the the bad guy he was fighting on a personal level uh oh mads mickelson casillas yeah 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 so like that could have just been the bad guy for this one then in the second one going this full donnie darko-esque time travel trippy thing that could have been awesome where you would have had 90 minutes to devote to defying the rules of time travel and doing it yeah because movies that do that are just awesome to me I, i love just thousands of different universes and how you fit. can jump jump through many and it didn't fit here it didn't no fit. it didn't too much fit so. too much going on too little character development shoehorned like i guess casillas had a reason to be mad which was cool like he wasn't even that bad of a like he was a pretty cool bad guy because yeah, I, I like mads mickelson a lot uh, for those who don't know the name i'm saying he was the bad guy in casino royale who uh who would uh cry blood yeah, so that was two. That was two no's, right? Or did you? If you're, 
see it in IMAX 3D just because it'll look really nice. But if you think about it, it's not a good story. So visually, yes. Story, no. Which story is my big thing, so I give it a no. Uh, yeah, so a movie if that... You have, I... after- you have an afternoon to kill, want to see some pretty colors, go see it. I Yeah, it's don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but a movie that you should see that I know that you were curious about that I also saw this weekend uh, was Moonlight from yeah, A24. Moonlight. Yeah. That, that movie? Uh, yep, that was not in the movie at all. That song. Oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> yeah. So what was it about? Uh, so Moonlight tells the story of a young African-American man growing up in Miami and present day. Um, he happens to be gay, and he might have some form of Asperger's or some sort of be on the spectrum in some way. But uh, there's three chapters to it, basically. Uh, one when he's a kid, uh, one when he is a teenager and going through puberty and discovering his sexuality, and then one where he is an adult uh, African-American man who has been through the United States prison system, has now relocated to Atlanta, uh, but wants to reconnect with a the first crush that he had sort of from chapter two when he was a teenager. Uh, it's really beautifully done. It's hard to watch at times. It's really emotional. Um, his mom's like a crackhead. The only male figure that he has in his life passes away too young. Um, and, yeah, he's gay, and there's like a couple extended scenes of him getting beat up for being gay, but... This is the type of movie that A24 makes that's probably going to be an Oscar contender. Uh, I don't think you need to see it in theaters, but you should see this before February because it's going to be it's going to be up there, and I, it could win. It was it's pretty fantastic. I speaking of A24, I absolutely love what they're doing with movies. I feel like they're taking more chances than other studios and making really good movies. Well, think about what we've gotten from them this year. We have a horror movie, The Witch. We have, I don't know how you'd classify The Lobster, but <laughs> we have that. Swiss One Army of my Man. favorite movies of the year. Yeah, Swiss Army Man, which is a raunchy comedy. And now this, which is like a really heavy commentary on what it's like to be an African-American man growing up in the United States. And uh, what's also like to be a gay African-American man, too, I guess I should say. Which I don't yeah. know if this story's ever been told. And it's, it's pretty incredible. So you definitely, was it a pretty packed theater, or was it just you, or? Oh, no, it was packed. I saw it, actually, right after Doctor Strange, because I was like, I need to Wait, see Did it. you do, like, the sneaky twofer, where you just snuck into theater? No, I had to go to a different movie theater. I went to a proper one, but it was packed, and it was a very diverse crowd. Uh, um, LGBT community was out, uh, African-American community was out. It was packed. Um, and there, there were moments where everyone in the theater was laughing. There were moments where people were definitely crying, uh, but... It's probably the best movie I've seen this year as far as is going to win an Oscar. Um, and Good like deal. I said, it's going to be It's going to be nominated for Best Picture for sure. I'm excited to see it. I mean, the last A24 movie I saw that was an absolute tearjerker was um, Room. Yeah, and this, I think this is even a little bit more uplifting than Room at the end. Um, yeah. His mom ends up uh, going into rehab and he does reconnect with his lover and then they sort of find each other and at least a friendship is refostered so really cool really good definitely check it out very excited to see it then that's awesome yeah well one other movie then that we both saw uh hacksaw ridge what'd you think well 
Man, for... Mel Gibson's back as a director, man. Mad Max is back. Mad Max is back in the chair. That movie... Once you get past the build-up and... Uh, me and Pappy kind of touched on this earlier. The, the build-up of the story is pretty generic. I mean, it's a true story, so I'm not going to say it was bad writings. It might have been his actual life. I don't know. Um... But once you get into like the thick of uh, war, because Andrew Garfield's a star. Once you get uh, Spider Man, um, yeah, well, they were on Okinawa, right? Uh, yeah, and they Hack- once you get to Hacksaw Ridge and Okinawa, it is probably the most intense thing you will see since Saving Private Ryan, yeah. if not more intense. Yeah, so Hacksaw Ridge is a literal ridge. It's like a cliff. Um, yeah, that the Japanese forces and the American forces are fighting over because it's very strategic. And it's like a this like a hundred foot cliff they have to climb through it with a rope, and, and what seems to be like a thousand guys um, go out, go on to uh, Hacksaw Ridge in the beginning, really suspenseful, and then when bullets start flying, I, like my jaw just dropped. It was like it's it really incredible. cheesy. Was, it's like you were actually there. It, it's it like was, it sucked yeah. me in that much. It's as good or better, no exaggeration, no hyperbole, it's as good or better as the D-Day scene in Saving Private Ryan. Like, I, I just got chills watching that movie. It was, I mean, it, that, it, was, it actually showed like, like how horrifying war was. It's very graphic. It's one of the most graphic, gory war sequences I've ever seen. There's, you see intestines, there's bodies rotting, there's rats, there's, it's heavy. Yeah, so the movie centers around this kid that... Um, he's what'd you say? He's a poor kid in Virginia. Uh, yeah, kind of like up poor, in the foothills of Virginia. Poor religious mountain guy. Yeah, definitely. And his brother enlists. His dad, played by Hugo Weaving, which I thought did excellent. Pappy said no. Oh yeah, I disagree. Uh, I, yeah. I thought Hugo Weaving was awesome, but um, essentially he enlists to go fight in World War II, and he's a conscientious, conscientious objector. He won't pick up a rifle, and he's pretty. Heart, like he's pretty steadfast about just becoming a medic. He doesn't want to shoot yeah. anybody. He doesn't want to carry a rifle. He's a Seventh Day Adventist, so he doesn't work on Saturdays. He observes the Sabbath. He reads his Bible constantly. Everybody in the military wants him out. Even the guys in his own barracks, his Even commander, his captain. Okay, what'd you <laughs> what'd you think about Vince Vaughn? Uh, he was pretty goddamn awful. <laughs> Sorry for <laughs> swearing, but I mean, he. We were introduced to his character in the stereotypical barracks scene where you got a couple guys playing cards, you got a couple guys, a guy looking at a nudie magazine. Everyone in the barracks has a very distinct personality that makes them different than the other characters in the barracks. That way you can quickly remember, oh, that guy's Hollywood, oh, that guy's the asshole, oh, this guy's nice to the main character. They're all very distinct over-the-top characterizations of humans. You had Tex, and he was yeah, from Cleveland. Exactly, so we get that. <laughs> And then, of course, the uh, drill sergeant walks in, so they all line up super quick, and he does the inspection, tears him down, and the drill sergeant's Vince Vaughn, who was serviceable at best, I guess. Um, he did the, they did, like, the full metal jacket scene where he tried, like, chewing out everybody in the barracks. He's not great, I, and his scenes in battle I thought were particularly bad. And what, what I don't understand, did this character die? I don't. I think he saved him. Who's I know they the didn't show him at shock? the end. But who's the one who went into shock? Wait, the one who died of shock? Yeah, that was the other medic. Uh, I think his name was Victor. <sighs> yeah, and they're all pretty forgettable. 
though, even though they were supposed to be so different. Like, I had a hard time keeping the name straight, like I always do, but... <laughs> I mean, um, I thought Sh- uh, the guy who played Schmitty was awesome. Yeah, Schmitty was good. Um, even his... You didn't like the beginning, and we sort of disagree on different parts. You didn't like the, the love story in the beginning, or what specifically did you not like about the the character development part? Because it spans a long, like, test of, like, a long set of time, not to mention he has a brother who just kind of disappears. Who, yeah, I mean... Who he thinks could be very integral to the plot. Like, a big part of the beginning is him and the brother are horse playing, and he knocks out the brother and almost kills him, which is, you know... Part of right. the reason he, he's anti-violence. But what did you not like about that? I mean, this might have been his real life. I mean, they have interviews, so I got to imagine they interviewed him about his life and took from that. But I thought it was your pretty typical Hollywood build-up, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You're saying it was it, just kind of like cookie-cutter. There was Very, co- very cookie-cutter. It, it wasn't. I mean, special. You're right. They didn't... They didn't do anything new with it, you know what I mean? It's kind of like your typical... And there's parts where people, like, say the themes of what just happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, Can you explain that, I guess? What do you mean? Like, in, in Dewey Cox, uh, Walk Hard, like, when like a, when a light bulb goes off in his head, like, as the audience, you know the light bulb went off, and the character is not supposed to say it. Well, in this movie, the character says it. Yeah. Like, does that make sense to you? Yeah, that makes sense. That's what you're saying. Yeah, so I, I guess that wasn't... But I, I wasn't very high in the movie. And I'm, I'm not like a pure action guy. But when you get into the battle scenes, you're just like, whoa. And it also... It was pretty serviceable with the relationships he built beforehand. Like, what happened on the battlefield. Because, I mean, it looked like he spent 30 hours after everybody had already left saving people. Well, in the real life, I didn't. I think that's actually one thing the movie could have done a better job in the credits. Uh, so that this guy uh, Desmond Doss is a real life guy. We should mention that and wins the true story. Won the Medal of Honor for bravery, uh, the first and only I think conscientious objector to do so. But he, it said in the in the end, which I thought was very effective when they're showing the actual footage of Desmond talking, and they're showing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the actual people from the uh, company he was in. Uh, it said that he saved 75 guys, which that's more than they even showed in the movie. Like, if anything, the movie undersold that. That's 75 people. That's a, that's incredible. Yeah, so what happens on the first day, I mean, everybody's probably seen it, so you know at this point. They're going in, people are dying left and right, and then they have to retreat. And uh, what's his name? Desmond? guy mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield plays Desmond Doss. Uh, and everybody, because they literally had, it's like, they're kind of like this climbing rope they have to go up and down. After everybody's already left and retreated, gone down the cliff, he stays up there and he's pulling people to safety. And he's using kind of like this pulley system to lower him down. And I, I thought it was cheesy at first. And I saw the interview when he was like, when he was saying, I, I'm praying you to God, just let me get just one more. And then they showed the actual interview in the credits. And he was like saying, like, he actually said, that. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, and I thought that the, I mean, the battle scenes we talked about those a lot. They were great, but I even thought jaw the, dropping the chemistry between Andrew Garfield and Teresa Palmer, right? That's her name, the Dorothy. Yeah, that was Total really babe. good. That was so good. I thought they had great chemistry, and I like enjoyed Desmond's awkward style. I think Andrew Garfield did a really good job capturing yeah. 
that. Like he he completely transformed. He's an awkward dude. Yeah, he's weird. <laughs> he's kind of weird, but yeah, inspiring story. So would you give it a a yes? Is that pretty safe to say? Oh, I give it two yeses. Yep, same. Yes, and as I uh, said at the beginning, it's not it's not anything new. It's very seen this story before. If anything, I compare it to maybe Pearl Harbor, like as far as kind of like the buildup of the family and also the love like love story. Because it was kind of weird seeing him and Teresa Palmer make out like four scenes in a row. Yeah. I, I, I'm not trying to like dog this movie. I just thought it was kind of weird pacing. But Sam Worthington, who I don't think is a good actor by any stretch, did really good as the captain. What about the uh, Japanese suicide <laughs> at the end? That was pretty intense. Oh, that he was... Cuts his head, the guy gets head cut off and he does a samurai. Very samurai. Sword. Yeah. Also, the very Bush League attempt to surrender by the Japanese, everybody starts throwing grenades. Yeah, that's cheap. It's cheap Japan. Very, very cheap. But yeah, definitely two yeses. I enjoyed this movie. Terrifying war scenes. As Fabi said, you know, just as good or if not better than the D-Day scenes in Saving Private Ryan. So I guess just to wrap it up, uh, did you see any trailers or anything that you got pumped for? Passengers. Passengers. Uh, what was it? What's With that? The Chris Pratt and um, oh Jeff- yeah 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 where they wake and up and the Lawrence girl where they wake up they kind of pull a rocket man and wake up like a hundred years before they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm very excited for Arrival. Could be good. Could be really bad. I think it looks really good. Uh, I think Arrival looks really good. Do you see anything? Let me check. The one thing that I am excited for that's coming up next week is Arrival. Which oh yeah, I really what what is that about? It has Amy Adams, just like some sci-fi. It just seems like Amy Adams plays this like language expert, and there's like this pod that lands in the middle of what, probably what is South Africa because I feel like aliens always land over South Africa, and um, they just like go in. She's trying to correct her language before all hell breaks loose. Uh, another one that I saw that I'm pumped for is La La Land. That wasn't the first time that I saw that, but I think it's going to be really good. I have not seen a trailer for it. What, is it a comedy, drama? What are we looking at here? Oh, uh, just want to take a look together? Here. Ah, uh, sure. Let me pull up the trailer here. It's on IMDb right now. No, Doctor Strange, get off my screen. Send me the link. Li- <laughs> send me Doctor the link Strange to the one you watch. through my watch screen right now. Gosh. Really? Yeah, he's walking through my screen right now. IMDB, just doing stuff like that. Hold on, give me a second. Or you can just go to YouTube and watch this one right here. Alright, I'm on YouTube right now. Is it the one under the Get Out Watch trailer? Just ping me the link. Okay, it, it's the third one down. It should say Lions Why would you movies. pick the third one down? It says official! It's two minutes and twenty-eight two minutes and twenty-eight seconds long. It's, it says official. Official. It says La La Land official trailer. Dreamers. Can't you just send me the link? I can't find it. It takes two seconds. <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on. Let me get my copy here. Let me go to my Gmail. <sighs> Sorry for the lull, folks. Yeah, they don't care. We can edit this out or not. I, I, I don't, as many listeners as we have, I don't think it's a big deal. <laughs> Hang so tight. to our steady oh, listeners, I, I apologize. Dreamers, 2016? 
Dude, I... Got it. All right, you ready? Yep. Right, we're going to click on go, all right? Three, all right. two, one, go. Ooh, Summit did this. All right. Yeah, so we saw her auditioning for the director of Whiplash. It's Amy ah. Adams. Spelled OJ in my computer. All right, hold on. <laughs> no, that's Emma Stone. Oh, Emma Stone, my bad. Yeah. Oh, look at Ryan Gosling go. Playing the Just piano. killing that's, it. That's Deadpool, right? No, it's no, Ryan it's Reynolds. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he's like jamming on the jamming on the piano right now. Yeah, it looks like it's kind of forties ish. I don't even know when you'd put this. Oh, this looks very cool. Look at this shot with the yellow dress, very iconic dancing. Yeah, that's something I've seen out of the rain. John Legend. The John Legend. Oh yeah, it's John Legend. A musical masterpiece. Then this scene where they're floating off into the planetarium. Planetarium. Intergalactic planetarium. So I'm glad it's very music oriented. Yeah, I know. It's going to be a... And it looks gorgeous. Like, there's a scene of it snowing inside. Like, the lighting. This looks like it's its own decade. Yeah. They don't make films like, like it's this not a anymore. Definitive decade. Screenshot of four stars everywhere. I mean, if you haven't seen this trailer, look it up because you're gonna get pumped for this movie. Yeah, this looks great. Look at the colors. Yeah. Academy Award nom- nominee Emma Stone. What's she nominated for? And we're like montage at the end. He dips her. Cue the fireworks. Wasn't she nominated for the help? No idea. But yeah, I think that looks really good. And then I also I saw love one. love the poster. Oh my god. Isn't that awesome? Dude, yeah. that's a poster to have on your wall. That looks awesome. Yeah, and have you seen the one for uh, Nocturnal Animals yet? No. That one looks pretty good too. You should watch it at some point, but it looks like it might be some kind of crime. Sounds drama like it's thing. sexually driven. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh man that man i'm excited now that looks awesome dude 2016 might just turn around with these last couple wait well, you seen the beginning the started awesome and it's gonna end great too yeah that's pretty terrible i mean it's been a bad year but i mean it's been a really bad year on movies i'm optimistic for what's coming out soon so oh so am i then man that looks awesome you know who okay so there's kind of like this story who's the guy Who's the main guy in Whiplash? Is it Miles Tanner? Uh, maybe. It's Myers, Miles Teller. Okay. So he was supposed to have um, Ryan Gosling's role. In this movie? In La La Land. Oh. It, like, it was originally offered to him because him and the director both worked together on Whiplash. And literally, it was like two days after the release of um, Fantastic Four, which bombed horribly. Mm-hmm. Like, the director just texted him and said, we're moving on without you. What? Really? Yeah, so they think, 
like the studio pressured him to get like a bigger name than Miles Teller because they like we're probably gonna put a lot of money into this. Mm-hmm. So they think he got screw jobbed out of it, which I wouldn't be surprised. He was. I do want to. Reed Richards I, in Fantastic Four, right? Mr. Yeah. Fantastic. He was Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. But I do want to see um, Bleed for this. That boxing hmm. movie. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I yeah, I want to see it. It was pretty good. Who's in that? I again? mean. It's Miles Teller, um, let's see here, Katie Siegel, Aaron Eckhart's in it, Ted Levine's in it. Yeah, some pretty good names in there. Bleed for this. Is that that's out already? No, it comes out um, in two weeks. God, I hate when I say um so much, but you know what? It just happens. <laughs> it's okay. It's, been... just like my, it's just my nervous tick. And then, uh, this does look pretty good. Yeah, I, I, I just have... I'm going to say member berries because I'm, I'm a huge fan of this South Park season so far. But they could literally show a trailer with poop going down the toilet and call it Star Wars, and I would still be excited. I think it's going to be I don't a good know, one. I don't know why, but any time I see Star Wars attached to anything, I get really excited. I've seen a couple of trailers so far in the movies just this weekend, and they were both. Or it may have just been the one, but there they was really impressive. I'm well, so you have Donnie Yen in it, freaking Donnie Yen. It Man himself. It Man, as what looks could be, I mean, not quite a Jedi, but someone who fights along the Rebellion just looks awesome. He looked like he was blind, his character was. I don't know anything yeah. about that. Yeah. So that could be interesting. And you have Lazy Eye Forrest Whitaker in it with that one line in the trailer where he sounds out of breath and he says something like, Don't give up on the Rebellion! <laughs> Well, I'm pumped to spoil all of those movies. I think 2016 has a chance. Hopefully, let me see when Passengers come out comes out. Cause I that was 2016. Really, I yeah, I really, really want to see it. See what we got here. December 21st. Nice Christmas. Nice on a let's see. Christmas is on a Sunday, so this is coming out on a Wednesday. On a Wednesday. Passengers. On a Wednesday. Are there any uh, reviews for it yet? Anything on Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, see, I'm on the, the IMDb right now. Let me see here. Let me get out my, my fact check. And, ooh, Westworld's about to come on. That's exciting. Have you seen any Westworld yet? Nope, not yet. Still waiting to binge it. I would I would wait till the end. Yeah. There's some slow episodes. I'm not ready to commit yet. But do hop on Divorce. That's, that, that's, the, that's the stuff right there. Let's see. 99% want to see... What movie did you say had like a 90% Rotten Tomatoes today? Arrival has 100%. Arrival has a hundo? Yeah. That comes out when? With Next a lot week? of reviews, yeah. The 11th. Ooh. Plus you have Jeremy... Yep. Forrest Whitaker's in every movie made. <laughs> He's making a comeback. He's... That lazy eye never stopped looking, man. He finally gained his sight. <laughs> Well, I don't understand about this poster and all... I, I don't understand what this movie's about. Because all you see is that little monolith and Amy Adams looking distraught. Like, I don't know what's going on in this. Let's see. Yeah, they wouldn't have a plot either. <laughs> it's so... Yeah, it's... Patton Oswald though, went on a tweet rant the other day saying how good it was. So, I trust him. Patton's a pretty cool dude. Yeah. Well, oh, to... oh hi, Chubs. <laughs> Let's wrap this up so we can get to uh, you can get to Westworld and I can feed my cat. 
<laughs> Traps is hungry. All right. Um, do you um, you know our plugs better than I do? I always have amnesia when it comes to this stuff. But if I recall, let's see. We are on the Twitter machine on uh, at spoilers pdcst or at spoilers podcast. Yeah, podcast with no vowels. You can, we have a website, uh, podcastspoilers.com. That's also our Gmail, podcastspoilers at gmail.com. And um, find us on iTunes under spoilers with an exclamation point. Our uh, cover art looks like uh, a cereal bowl with uh, spoilers written in, in alphabet cereal. Leave us a review. Tell us how we're doing or how we're not doing. And uh, also email us and uh, request a movie you want us to spoil. Hopefully a movie that's out and we can see. Doug Acker. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Thanks for listening. That, and uh, we want to thank uh, Josh Hensley for. Oh, yeah, uh, I always forget to thank him from the band The Rutabaga. They're a real band. For writing our uh, masterful intro and outro for spoilers. Thank you very much. Spotify them. Yep, thanks for listening. See you. Stop. Here, watch this trailer for Arrival real quick. Yeah. The one, on, one, the one on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, you're on run. All right.